0: from Paul, a slave of God and an apostle of Jesus Christ. I'm sent to bring about the faith of God's chosen people and a knowledge of the truth that agrees with godliness. Their faith and this knowledge are based on the hope of eternal life that God, who doesn't lie, promised before time began. God revealed His message at the appropriate time through preaching, and I was trusted with preaching this message by the command of God our Savior. To Titus, my true child in a common faith. Grace and peace from God the Father and Christ Jesus our Savior. The reason I left you behind in Crete was to organize whatever needs to be done and to appoint elders in each city, as I told you. Elders should be without fault. They should be faithful to their spouse and have faithful children who can't be accused of self-indulgence or rebelliousness. This is because supervisors should be without fault as God's managers, they shouldn't be stubborn, irritable, addicted to alcohol, a bully, or greedy. Instead, they should show hospitality, love what is good, and be reasonable, ethical, godly, and self-controlled. They must pay attention to the reliable message as it has been taught to them so that they can encourage people with healthy instruction and refute those who speak against it. Common English Bible. Paul wrote his letter to Titus so that spiritually solid competent virtuous leaders might be appointed to guide the church on the island of Crete, located in the Mediterranean Sea, south of Greece. There was no ambiguity with Paul about the importance of leadership. The Apostle clearly laid out his expectations that church officials must have a good reputation, not bossy, quick-tempered, heavy drinkers, bullies, or dishonest in business. Instead, they must be friendly to strangers and enjoy doing good things. They must also be sensible, fair, pure, and self-controlled. They must stick to the true message they were taught, so that their good teaching can help others and correct everyone who opposes it. I find it interesting that very few biblical scholars view this teaching as an ideal to aspire, while many churches and believers think this is the case. There is neither any indication nor reason within the biblical text to think that Paul presented his expectations for the ideal leader, as if no one could really be this way. Furthermore, Paul did not provide his instruction as a strategy for getting apathetic people off their butts and into some form of service. No, it's best to understand that Paul meant what he said. He knew that compromising on the character of leadership would erode and destroy the church. Greater than true leadership is found in giving yourself in service to others, not in coaxing or inducing others to serve you. Greater than. Greater than J. Oswald Sanders. The selection of church leaders is important because just one bad bellyaching non-virtuous apple can upset the entire apple cart. Good people provide good teaching and good wisdom. Selfish people with a self-centered agenda find ways to subvert or manipulate sound instruction to get what they want. Everyone in the body of Christ is to grow in the wisdom and knowledge of God. They are to be wise to all the shenanigans of myopic persons through understanding the commands and instruction of Holy Scripture. This is yet another reason to immerse ourselves in the Bible so that we will lead with confidence. If a church or faith community feels the need to overlook character defects to fill empty leadership seats, then Houston, we have a problem. Any short order cook worth his salt would never crack open a rotten egg and mix it in with the rest to make an omelet. And any group of people who throw a bad egg into their leadership team had better be ready to get sick and vomit when meetings are called to order. It is imperative that spiritual leaders possess the following a good reputation. Faithfulness and fidelity to their families. A clear mind and consistent good behavior. Self control. The moral courage to speak truth with grace. A spirit and practice of hospitality. An ability to communicate well so that people are built up in their faith. Sobriety. Humility. Respectability. Gentleness. Patience. Generosity. Compassion. Maturity. Sincerity. Honesty. Empathy. Purity. All these traits are needed for effective and godly spiritual leadership. Compromising on virtue will never end well. Upholding moral character brings blessing. Greater than the authority by which the Christian leader leads is not power but love, not force but example, not coercion but reasoned persuasion. Leaders have power, but power is safe only in the hands of those who humble themselves to serve. Greater than. Greater than John R. W. Stott. God calls and sets apart individuals for service. The Lord desires to reveal and manifest the divine presence among people through leaders who reflect God's good attributes. Jesus Christ wants His church to be built up through faithful service. The Spirit seeks to sanctify and empower for effective ministry. Nowhere do we find in Scripture that a leader's main job is listening to complaints. That's because God has a zero-tolerance policy toward murmuring, grumbling, and ingratitude. In fact, the New Testament clearly says to do everything without complaining or arguing. Philippians 2:14. Neither will you find the church is supposed to operate just like an American form of democracy. Spiritual leaders are not representatives of the people to do their will. Instead, they are representatives of God to the people so that God's will is done in all things. That all means prayer to God and outreach to the world is the major work for spiritual leaders. And it takes virtuous and ethical persons leading to realize love to all kinds of people. So, feel free to exercise leadership. Just make sure that leadership is grounded in the God of integrity and the word of grace and truth. Almighty God, the one who gives good gifts to people, may every grace of ministry rest on divinely appointed leaders. Keep them strong and faithful so that your church may prosper in peace. Grant leaders wisdom, courage, discretion, and benevolence so that they may fulfill their charge to the glory of Jesus Christ and the power of your Holy Spirit. Amen.